ground control to Major Tom. Ground control to Major Tom. Satellite Take your protein pills and put your helmet on. Yeah. <laughs> so we were talking about some of the problems that exist when you put uh, 20,000 and thousands of satellites above Earth orbit and they crash into one another. Um, and the problem it's becoming, there's companies that are trying to bring forward uh, technology that capture some of these satellites and deorbit them so they'll burn up in the atmosphere. Um, the iridium communications people that uh, created one of the first low-orbit low uh, network of satellites. They built 66 large communications satellites back in the, the late 90s, early 1000s. It was the world's largest deployment of low-Earth satellites. Uh, and they also experienced the first uh, crash or the first uh, collision when an abandoned Russian military communications satellite crashed into an Iridium satellite. Um, they had a closing speed of about 26,000 miles per hour. Um, the whole thing broke into about 2,300 pieces of high-speed shrapnel. Uh, some of it burned into the atmosphere, but most of it is just cra- you know, cruising around the Earth. Um, Iridium has lost nine satellites in orbit due to collision over the years. At one moment of their communicating and being controlled, the next moment they were gone because of collisions. Um, stuff just... It crashes into them and they're vaporized. So they're now known as what they were now. The uh, the, iridium, the iridium CEO calls them rocks in space, and it is um, it, exactly what's going to happen more and more as time goes by. Uh, it's important to understand that that's this is going to be a problem going forward. And it's a problem that uh, some other generation is going to have to solve. Um, if you are or a family member um, has a uh, family member that uh, is a utility worker, I'm sure that person is down in Florida or in Texas today. Um, 60,000 utility workers from around the U.S. and Canada are descending on Florida and other states that have been smashed by the storms. Uh, most line crews and contractors, uh, I know people from New Hampshire are headed down there to help. It's been a massive effort to try to get power restored to people in Florida and in Texas. Um, both have been hit hard by storms, as we all know. Um, people um, that can help by sending supplies or money, I'm sure that's uh, well approved, you know, appreciated. Do be careful if you're sending money down there. Uh, make sure that your 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 money is going to a you know a a good organization like uh, the Red Cross or the uh, who's another good organization? Um, the Red Cross or the Granite United Way is one. United Way is another good one. Another good one. Yeah, people that uh, you know that do do well with the money. Don't uh, you know? Don't fall for scams. A lot of scams popped up right after the storm. Uh, you want to be careful not to send your money there. Um, it's uh, Salvation Army is what I was thinking of. Make sure you, you know, Salvation Money is actually probably the best place to send it because they have a low overhead and they focus on getting the money to where it's most needed. Um, but the the uh, Florida Light and Power has 5 million customers, and they lost 4.8 million uh, of them uh, were knocked out. Um, and so they're in the process of putting everybody back together again. They hope that uh, about 4.4 million of them uh, will be back. They think about 2.7 million are still out as of this morning, 
and they expect that uh, most part residents in the eastern part of the territory would have power by the end of the weekend. They're hoping to get everybody back up online by September 22nd. It's not good news if you're one of the people affected, but uh, considering the alternatives, uh, apparently Florida, although damaged, was not quite as devastated as they were expecting. The Keys uh, were not as badly hit as uh, everyone feared. Um, But having said that, there's still a lot of damage and there's still a lot of things uh, that need to be done down there. So the whole southern part of the country is uh, reeling from this. And um, if you have the ability to uh, either get down there yourself or to uh, help someone that is down there in any way, shape, or form, that assistance would be appreciated. People, you know, this is a time of need for people in our country. Um, You know, and if we were hit up here in New Hampshire, I know those people would be coming right up here to help us. So I think uh, it's a good time to... um, you know, to uh, remember our fellow citizens in other parts of the country and, uh, you know, step forward in a time of need. Uh, people in Houston have been flooded out of their houses and they're facing, um, you know, a time when they don't have a home to move back into and a massive cleanup job. Um, their possessions, their house, uh, their, their car probably, uh, you know, they got no power. They got a flooded out property. Um, you get debris everywhere, uh, mold, mildew, uh, just, uh, you know, it's a hell of a thing to have to deal with. Um, and, uh, their neighbors are in the same situation. What do you do? Uh, you know, the services aren't available. Everybody's busy trying to get things straightened out. Uh, um, you know, you've got entire neighborhoods that are just devastated. And in that situation, um, you know, they need all the help they can get. So if there's uh, anything that, uh, again, that can be done that you know you can do to help, um, certainly it would be wonderful, um, you know, to step up uh, during this uh, time of need for them. Um, since uh, the, the Katrina situation, a lot of things have been done, I know, in the telecommunications business uh, to do things. Um, they built a lot stronger uh, cells towers, a lot stronger systems, um, that meant that uh, telecommunications, I think, I think we've all seen, um, especially in the Houston situation, that things went a lot smoother than they did during Katrina. Uh, the Cajun Army showed up with flat-bottom boats. Everybody showed up to haul people away. Um, there was a, it was a hell of a lot better uh, situation with a lot more private individuals kicking in. Um, you know, you didn't see, uh, you know, lines of school buses sitting there flooded because the government couldn't get their act together to get people out of town. So I think um, the storm preparation, utilities have spent billions in Florida on storm preparations, and um, they're going to see now whether those efforts were worth the money and where they should be expanded. The uh, company invested to upgrade its networks uh, after a lot of hurricanes helped lessen the destruction. Um, I think they would have seen much more um, but I think that overall that they've done a tremendous job. Um, I know that in this state um, there was a time in the uh, late, uh, you know, 2009-10 we had a couple of really heavy storms that really took us down for several days. And since then the uh, utility companies have done a lot to try to ameliorate that so that we don't lose power as much. And I think they did the same thing too. Uh, Hurricane Wilma in 2005 made a big difference um, after just one day, workers got 40% of the outages from Irma restored, so, um, which is a big difference from Wilma, which took, uh, you know, I think they only got 4% done for the same time. 
So you know they've made done a lot of they've done a lot of work uh, in Florida, and they're still doing a lot more. Um, but again, if you have anything that you can do to assist, do not hesitate. Kick in and uh, help our help help our fellow citizens out. Everybody needs help, and um, I think that's very important. This is uh, the Rich Gerard Show at WLMW ninety point seven FM. I'm Greg Mason, sitting in for Rich Gerard today. You can call us at 606-6762 if you'd like to talk. And we are just discussing some of the topics of the day. I think uh, the new iPhone is out on the street. We were talking about some of that. Uh, some of the storm damage that the country has suffered down in uh, Houston and um, other parts of the country. The, uh, we have, a, we have a, uh, a wonderful market going on right now. I think the uh, market hit new highs yesterday, which I think is absolutely fantastic. Uh, if one thing you can say about the Trump administration, the, there's no question that uh, there's some exuberance in the business community right now because of uh, Mr. Trump's, you know, administration. I think uh, the fact that we have a pro-business administration that is uh, unwinding a lot of damaging regulations that happened uh, over the last several years, and uh, I think the business community sees that, sees that we're having, um, you know, sees that things are are. Uh, you know, getting stable, that the government is trying to get serious about ripping out uh, damaging regulations. Um, there's a lot of anticipation that we'll have uh, uh, some tax, uh, you know, regulation, uh, some tax reform. Uh, we're hoping that that'll get straightened out, uh, that they'll do a better job with that than they were able to do with Obamacare, which... Uh, you know, turned out not to be. We were not able to be successful in in straightening that out, and that program's headed. You know, continues to fly into the ground, um, and I think uh, you know we're going to have to revisit that sooner or later. Um, whether it can be fixed or whatever happens, it's hard to say. But right now, we're in trouble with that. The uh, uh, the tax debate is coming up, and I think it's going to. I think it's going to be a, a tremendous debate, one that we desperately need. Our tax system is broken, uh, beyond broken. It's a mess, and it, it's uh, it's really causing problems for our competitiveness throughout the world. It's causing problems for us within the country. Um, it's you know it's basically amounts to low hanging fruit that we could do a lot to resolve. After uh, President Reagan was able to work with the Democrats and and get tax reform passed in two thousand. In 19, what is it, 1986, I think, uh, the economy shot right up. Um, the, uh, the benefits to that were just tremendous. Uh, we had quarter after quarter of, of incredible growth. And the same thing will happen here uh, if we can get uh, the, the Congress to uh, get serious about straightening out our tax situation, um, to get rid of the insanity of all the weird deductions that are going out of there. Um, you know the the marriage penalty, um, the uncompetitive tax rate that you know our companies get taxed at the highest rate in the developing world. I think it's uh, just just not helping us be competitive when you compare us to every every place else in the world. The um, things that are going on right now. Uh, the other thing is the administration has uh, has, um, and again this is going under the radar, but they've used the Congressional Review Act to pull back a lot of regulations um, that have been pulled down 
because of um, the Congressional Review Act is a tool that they've used to unwind uh, a lot of uh, clogging uh, regulations that were enacted by previous administrations that that I think, uh, you know, are going to have a lot of um, great, uh, you know, have a really uh, uh, restorative effect on business uh, faith. You know, we now have a pro-business a pro-business uh, administration. On the other side of the world where we're talking about uh, more and more people have been talking about the idea of an autonomous uh, driving vehicle. I'm sure you've heard of that a lot. An autopilot feature that's going to be allowing you to sit in your car and give a destination and away you'll go to drive you anywhere. Uh, a lot of people have been talking about that. I hear a lot about that because I'm in the technology business. Um, sad to say, uh, such a thing uh, is doable under only extremely special circumstances at this point. Um, there are five levels to, to uh, a, 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 autonomous automobiles. Uh, the typical car that you can buy in a showroom today is at level 2.5, which means that it is um, basically only able to nudge you back into your lane. If you're driving down the road, uh, you can buy a car today that will help keep you in your lane and if uh, it sees that you're wandering out out of your lane it'll try to nudge you back into it um, which is a far cry from actually driving you to your destination um, the um, the US officials uh, recently ruled that Tesla's autopilot feature contributed to a recent crash a fatal crash um, that uh, found that the Silicon Valley's uh, semi-autonomous technology allowed a driver to go long periods without his hands on the wheel and ignored the company's warnings. So basically what happened is somebody was watching a movie or something instead of driving his car and ended up getting killed because he had too much faith in the autopilot, um, which, you know, he, 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 you know, basically wasn't paying attention, um, thought that the autopilot could handle everything, and he ended up uh, unfortunately losing his life on that judgment. The, the autopilot... You know, right now we're not in a situation uh, with with autonomous cars um, that the, it just ain't there yet. The technology isn't really there yet. It's uh, you know we're five to ten years away, probably ten years away before something is real. Um, it's in very early stages. Again, it's the 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 goal of full autonomy is level is considered to be level five. Uh, what's available today is level two point five. So we're a long way away from actually getting there. Um, I'm not saying it isn't coming. There'll come a day when it happens, but we're a long way away. Um, so when you hear people, there's a lot of be- money being devoted toward it. There's a bucket of money being poured into it to try to make it a reality, but it's not a reality. So, um, you know, there's um, if you, under very special circumstances, when you're going downhill, um, you know, if those if the sun is in the right position and if everything's just right, then it'll work. But from on a snowy day in the rain or snow or overcast and clogged up streets and poorly marked and not painted, it ain't going to work. Um, so we're, we're in a position right now where we're still learning. Um, so for those of you who think that uh, autonomous cars are just around the corner, I hate to dissuade you, humans will still be around for at least another 10 years. This is Greg Mason sitting in for uh, Rich Girard. I've enjoyed speaking with you. Hope you'll join us tomorrow morning when Rich will be back and he'll have another exciting show for you. I've enjoyed speaking with you today and uh, hope you'll join us again tomorrow.